Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Wow, it's loud in here. That's what she said. Yes. Are you checking the... No, Steph's here, too. And why did she say that? Well, I'll tell you later. (laughs) Steph's here. I'm its wife. Oh. Do you want to wave at YouTube people so they know what you look like? Hello. Mrs. is a part of the watch. She's taken. She exists. <laughs> She's real. She, what, what's the Notre Dame dude? Oh, yeah. The linebacker. Quasimodo. No. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was thinking, hunch. too. I was like, not not the hunchback. Yeah. The one who made up his football well, player. Bro. Yeah. He plays for San Diego now. That's your trying to call we him. Shot Sam. I think he he's not playing anymore. It's going to drive me nuts. It starts dude. with an M, right? You're going to be driving home, and then you're going to be like, oh, shit. You had a fake girlfriend. They put her in the Maxim 100. It was just a bikini. Did you see that? (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking hilarious. Um, Yeah, that was it. Sorry. I digress. Kyle, let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. What are the three things that we need? What are the three things that we need to start the new year? Oh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Oh. Roll. Well, what do you have written on the board? Walk and roll. I would say the three things that anyone would need to start their new year off, right, and to decide how you want to start your year is either resolution, time for reflection, meditation. All right. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 93. Uh, This is all about, so at first we were calling it New Year's resolutions, similar to episode 43 that we did before. But we realized that there's so much information going on right now about New Year's resolutions that we want to do something a little bit different. So this is how to kick off your 2018. So with that, let's let's first talk about resolutions and why we're kind of avoiding that topic. So first off, by January 15th, 95% of the people have already broken their New Year's resolutions. So 15 days into it, 95% of the people who even declare that they're going to start going to the gym, start working out, doing all these things, be financially secure, just boop, nope, out the window. The other thing is New Year's resolutions for most people are just wish lists. It's not something concrete. It's not something that they're really going to work towards. It's just a wish list. I, I wish I could lose weight. I wish I could make more money. I wish I could do all these different things. But if you don't have a real action plan towards it, You're not going to accomplish any of those. So we here at GYST Podcast Studios put together a list of the five steps that you need to do instead of New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year. So first off, just take a break from any activity or thinking about things that you want to accomplish. And so a little confusing, but if your goal has always been that you want to lose weight or save more money, or buy a new car. If those are the things that you've always wanted to do, take a break from thinking about those things because you need that mental break, not only to relax a little bit, but also to get past your current way of thinking because it's your current way of thinking that has brought you to the situation that you're in right now. Mm -hmm. And what you need is outside the box thinking, or as my friends at Taco Bell say, outside the buns. Or as my man McNulty would say from The Wire, you need soft eyes. Oh. New eyes at a crime scene will see things that previous eyes won't see. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Thank you, McNulty. McNulty, the wire. 
Thank you. HBO. None of y'all watched the Wire. Melting Wire. Yeah. What? You watched it. It's one of the greatest shows ever in the history of shows. Well, thank you, Mr. Wire. Uh, Mr. Wire. <laughs> I hate you, Mr. Hit. Number two, and and this is crucial. This is so important. List your achievements. Now, I'm even going to say this is the most important thing on here. But list your achievements. Because what's happening is around New Year's, a lot of people get sad and depressed about themselves. Because they think about this past year and all the things that they didn't accomplish. They're looking at their bank account. Maybe it's the same amount of money, if not less, or maybe just slightly a bit more. It's usually within 5% higher or lower. But what you need to do is take a look at the things that you've accomplished and use those as a driving mechanism to move forward. So for example, as you, as you sit down and list measurable things that you've done, an example is where are you now compared to where you were last year? For example, how much weight did you gain or lose since last year? How much money do you have in your bank account this year compared to last year? What that's going to do is... I gained weight and I'm broke. What are you trying to do to me, Rohit? What the fuck? I'm just kidding. What that's going to do is that's going to give you a good measuring stick. So you know what you're up against. Number three, look at the bigger picture. Right? We get so bogged down with just the, the minute intricacies of the things that we're trying to accomplish. But if you take a look at the bigger picture, think more than just this year. Think about the next five years, the next ten years. If you've always wanted to go on a dream vacation but you don't have the money to do it right now, well, don't try to force it into this year if it's not realistically possible for you. Take a look at next year. And if that's the case, if, if you want to go to Ireland next year, you can still start taking some of the action steps now to get there next year. Four, once you've taken a look at the big picture, work on the next steps. So this is where most people fail when it comes to New Year's resolutions. Because what they're doing is they're just coming up with an imaginary number. They're saying, you know, I want to I lose more weight. I want a new job. I want a new car. But what they're not doing is they're not coming up with specifics. Getting a new job, well, you could be working at McDonald's too. But what you need to do is you need to say, okay, I want a new job where I'm working X amount of hours a week. So if you're working 60 hours a week in your current job, maybe you want one that's 40 and, and realistically 40, right? And then five, lastly, take action towards those steps that you've written down. So those are the five things that we suggest. Instead of setting New Year's resolutions just blindly that 95% of you, I'm going to say by January 15th, will not accomplish. Five things again. Take a break from the activity and from thinking. Just clear your mind. Number two, list your measurable achievements that you were able to accomplish last year. Three, look at the bigger picture. Four, work out the next steps. And five, take action. I like it. One of the things I wrote down while you were discussing that you had mentioned that um, a lot of people, a lot of people's New Year's resolutions are essentially a wish list. Or someday items. I wish. I wish I had. I wish I did. I wish I could. And I wrote down smart goals over here, right? So the term smart mm -hmm. goals is, is I think, completely overused. But also, as overused as it is, it is as relevant as it is overused. So I think it's, it's for lack of a better word, smart. So take a look at what your resolutions are and decide if it's a wish list item 
Or is it really a smart goal? If you think it's a wish list item, how can you turn it into a smart goal? Right? Um, one of the things I was discussing today with some friends is a uh, running goal. My buddy Rob sent it to me. So I sent it to, to my run squad, Chafing the Dream. We got a run squad because all we do is run run miles around suckers. Um, and it is a thousand mile milestone for 2018. Now, to run a thousand miles in a year would require about 84 miles per month or 2.7 miles per day. Or as I put it, five miles on Monday, five miles on Wednesday, 10 miles on Saturday. <laughs> every fucking Monday, every fucking Wednesday, every fucking Saturday. And thank you for, uh, sorry to interrupt, thank you for being in the studio with us, Kyle Reed. Oh, anything for you, Rohit Rohila. Yep. Ruben, thank you as well for being in the studio with us. Thank you. Rohit, thank you for being in the studio with us. I know it's Glenn, your house, but still. Thank you for being in the studio with us. Glad to be here with you. Amit, thank you for being in the studio with us. No problem. And Steph, a special thank you for being in the studio with us. You guys are very welcome. Just because you're not normally you're here. Awesome. Well, you're, you're awesome, too. Because Amit puts up with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Um, so that's one thing that I would say is take a look at that and, and find out if you're if what you believe your resolutions are, take some time to reflect and decide whether or not it's a wish list item or if it's actually a smart goal that it's attainable and measurable so, and specific and actual and timely. One thing I wanted to comment on, it's kind of hilarious, is you have that statistic about January 15, 95% people. I think my wife has everyone beat on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's hilarious because two years ago she said, I'm going to give up. Cursing. Oh. For the year. Right? Wait, your wife said that? Yeah, she said she was going to do that. She can't. Right? You're her husband. No <laughs> way. Possible. <laughs> so what I said is, that's not going to happen. And she said, fuck you. So it was literally <laughs> like five seconds. So I think she has that beat. Just putting it out there. That's impressive. Right? That's impressive. Way to go. Smart goals, right? I like it. <laughs> it is a smart goal. I don't know about attainable, though. <laughs> Challenging. That's for damn sure. So when we when we take a look at it, it's I think New Year's resolutions can be great, but I think they can also be bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. Why do we put so much pressure on something that revolves around an imaginary timeline? Right. Yeah. Time is a man-made thing. Why are you waiting for this magic reset button? January first is not a magic pill. Nothing's going to change unless you change it. Your January 1st could be February 3rd, right? It could be July 25th. What's your birthday? December Christmas. 25th. Yeah. It could be December 25th, right? It doesn't fucking matter. So I think if you bring that realization to your New Year's resolution, you'll be more likely to accomplish it. Because you're taking the power out of this day that fucking means nothing. Absolutely nothing. That just happens to be... 10 days after the shortest day of the year. Oh. As we call it, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only thing it really means. So, yeah. Get, that kind of boggles my mind sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's not a magic diet pill. It's not a magic workout machine. It's not a magic day where all of a sudden you're a new person. New year, new me. Fuck out of here. You the same hoe <laughs> you was last week in the club, bitch. I seen you. <laughs> I seen your ass. <laughs> New Year, new me. Fuck out of here. Same shoes and everything. Same shoes you borrowed from your cousin. 
<laughs> so, Trifled ass. <laughs> God, one, of, one of the things, I, I think we really need to take a look at the 95% of New Year's resolutions and why they don't work, right? What most people are doing is when they say they want to do something, they're picking an action item that goes against their current belief system, right? Okay. And and by that, what I mean is if if in your mind, and I'm going to use weight in, in all of my examples because that's that's the most popular one out there, right? So in my mind, if I weigh 200 pounds, then that 200 pounds, even though I say it's... Even though I say that's too much for me, it fits my lifestyle. It fits my habits. It lets me eat what I want to eat, exercise the amount of time that I want to exercise or not, allows me to watch a certain amount of TV, whatever the case is. All my habits support that weight. So now if I come in and say, okay, I want to drop 25 pounds this year, saying it doesn't change your habits. And what you have to do is you have to make new habits. And one of one things that you have to think about is what would a 175 pound version of me do? You know, would they maybe eat another salad a week? Or would they maybe walk around the block one more time? Whatever yeah. that looks like. You eat need one to, less hot dog at Costco. Yeah. You need to think of yourself in that way. Not as you currently are. Because what's happening is... Anytime you're doing something that's not a habit, your subconscious and your conscious are in battle with each other because a new habit is your conscious. So you have to consciously think to act this way or to take different steps than you're used to. And so when you do that, you have to constantly remind yourself. So, for example, your wife wants to stop cussing. And, and what would you say? Like five seconds later, she, she already She's called you the N-word, yep. right? She failed. And so what happens is it's not a part of who she is right now. A part, the part who she is right now is cussing. And so to be the new her, she needs to think about what would the new her do. And right now, she constantly has to remind herself, oh, yeah, I can't cuss. Oh, yeah, I can't cuss. But if you do it enough, it becomes a habit and you no longer have to think about it. She just goes to a person who doesn't cuss anymore. When you, when you were saying that, I wrote down that we tend to want to change the outcome. Instead of the behavior. Yeah. Because people just want quick results. Fantastic. I want to lose lose weight, but I also want to eat seven McChickens and a 20-piece nugget and a Tacos Bell Grande. Or to Rohit's point, creating new habits, right? But then you can also create bad habits, too, while you're trying to do this, right? Somebody that's trying to lose weight, they go out, first thing they do is what? They buy some sort of diet, and then they go buy a, a scale, and they're staying on that scale every single day. Yeah. Your weight doesn't change that fast. Nope. So you, you put yourself in a bad headspace when you do that. You get discouraged really quick. And then quick. you're done by January 15th or February. Or if you whatever. make it that far. If you make it that far. Right, because two weeks in, you're wondering why you haven't lost any weight yet. Right. And you're sad, and you'll get a seven-layer burrito from Taco Bell. Mm. Comfort food. And man. you come home, comfort and you watch food. a... You go right back to You don't watch baseball. Ball. You watch playoff football, but you won't be watching the Seahawks. There's That's a chance. Not this year. Slim. Just like there's a chance the Mariners make the playoffs last year. That's just hurtful. Well, <laughs> that's just reality. And if reality hurts you, you need to open your eyes, buddy. There's still a Mariners <laughs> team out there? Yeah, there is. <laughs> I just... Are you a Tejas Rangers fan? <laughs> Could have sworn they moved to Oklahoma with the Sonics. <laughs> Man. Man. Wow. You guys are something else right now. I'm going to resolve to... 
Get new friends. Get new friends. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. No, but I, I like that. I, I think that that's a lot of times what New Year's resolutions are. People will decide on a resolution that's not something that they're intimately connected with. Everybody wants to be a different weight, per se. There's not many people that I know that are their ideal weight. They want to gain 5 or 10 pounds, they want to lose 5 or 10 pounds. They want to gain 20, 30 pounds, they want to lose 20, 30 pounds. So it's so generic and vanilla that you're not emotionally attached to it. Oh. So you don't put any passion behind this goal. Yeah. Right? So as you mentioned, and I think that's extremely critical, we tend to pick New Year's resolutions or goals, if you will, that are so far outside of our comfort zone and outside of our norm, which is commendable, but also challenging if you don't know how to deal with a goal like that. Because you have to change so many things in your day-to-day. You have to change so many behaviors and so many things work against you that you're not realizing that you need to do, right? So it's, okay, I want to be brave. I want to do this goal of, you know, I don't fucking know. I want to swim with sharks, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know how to swim. It's kind of fun. By and way. I'm afraid of sharks. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That you're going to do something you've never done before and scares the shit out of you. But everything you've done in your life up until today has prevented that from happening. Do you realize what it's going to take to get you there? And is that something you made up just because it sounds cool when you saw it on TV? Or are you intimately connected with wanting to learn how to swim and be in the water and have the same freedom that a great white shark does? Mm. Mm. Right? Because if you don't look at it from that perspective, you're never going to achieve it. You're just wasting your time. So you're saying that there needs to be a very strong emotional connection that's going I think to there should be. push you through on those days when you're not feeling your best. I think there should be. Yeah. Because we can't all get by on tasks and logic, right? There's a good place for them. There is. I, 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 Emotion has to have a place in it. Yeah. I'm a self-proclaimed fairly logical person, right? So I, I understand the, the time and place for logic. Um, but I also think that new resolutions and goals like this, things you want to be committed to, you have to be emotionally attached to them. Yeah. What are some things that uh, you've done before, Ruben? So one of the things, and I actually got this from from you guys, as a matter of fact, from one of your early episodes. When you were just a listener. Yeah, when I was just a listener. And now you're part of the team. Goal accomplished. Boom. And um, one of the things you guys said is, you know, do something different. Do something that you normally don't do. And one of the things that I started doing, and I do this every single year now, and it's been about three years now, is I take a guys trip so me and some friends and i'll ask almost anybody to go but me and my friends we just go on a trip somewhere right we just pick where we're gonna go and we just go Go there right so i've been to like alaska i've been to thailand i've been you know a bunch of places and i do this every single year and it's just something i've always wanted to do didn't know how i was going to do it and finally i just put my foot down and said this is how i'm going to make that happen so again started early didn't wait till New Year's Eve to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'd actually started uh, a few months earlier. Actually, mm-hmm. when that episode came out, it's when I started to do that. Oh. Yeah, because you texted me a while ago and we're like, hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you, do you have any other ideas for me? Like Ruben was brainstorming. It was several weeks ago. Or mm-hmm. And I'm not doing ago. this until next year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that's awesome. So start early, put the work in. And then one of the other things, too, kind of talking about what you said, stuff that you've accomplished, 
uh, one of the things I'd like to do every single year is think of the things I did not accomplish. It's not to put myself in a bad spot. It's more of how can I make that happen? Because I didn't get it done, but I need to get it done. Okay. Right? Or maybe that doesn't apply to me anymore. Maybe I need to change that. So take a look at the, your your um, missed accomplishments, if you will, right? and reevaluate. Are these important to me in my life? If so, why didn't I accomplish them? Is it something that I didn't do and I didn't execute properly? Or is it no longer important to me? And either dump it or put it at the top of your priority list. Exactly. Okay, I dig that. I dig that. So it's, it's kind of walking that tight line. You don't want to focus on only the things you didn't do because you can completely break your confidence and discourage yourself, but you also want to recognize them. Correct. I dig it. I dig it. Um, something I like doing that I think generally helps me, and I say generally because I've attempted to do it with other things and it has not worked in the past and I've failed miserably, is to create a roadmap. If you know where you want to go, you can't just say, here's the X, here's where I am right now, I want to get there. You have to paint a path. You have to know each step. Left, right, left, right. Are you going to take a left at the fork or right at the fork? What are you going to do? So create that path. Create yourself a roadmap to get you to your goals. And you should create checkpoints along the way. Right? You want to save a million dollars? Well, in order to get a million dollars, you first got to have 100000 Oh, so milestones. Milestones. Yeah. Right? Milestones, checkpoints on your roadmap along the way. So... Create that map so you know exactly what needs to be done to get to where you want to go. I do that quite a bit, actually, yeah. with a lot of things that I do. Especially at work. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's exactly what you do. Right? That's that exactly what I do, revolves, Mr. Project Manager. It revolves around your right. job. So, yeah, I'm a project manager. So I, everything I do, it's planned out, and I do checkpoints or milestones, however you yep. want to put it, and I make that goal attainable. Right? I'm not trying to hit... A million dollars just by tomorrow. I have to make certain goals and certain steps mm-hmm. throughout the whole year or longer to make that happen. True story. What about you, Rohit? Well, the the one thing I want to encourage everyone to do. <laughs> this is gonna be fun saying this. Um, take ten minutes aside and just work on planning your year. Right. Just list all the things that you want to accomplish. Does ten minutes seem like a lot of time? No. Not right? really. I can guarantee if you spend 10 minutes this year planning out your 2018, it will be 10 minutes more than you've ever done. Because that's the thing is we don't plan our lives, right? right. We don't plan our lives. People spend more time planning their vacations than their lives. People spend more time planning their weddings than they do their own lives. And so because of that, we fall victim to letting your life happen to you and you play more reactive. What we're trying to do is help you become more proactive mm. by taking a look at your life and, and seeing what you want to do. Get on the offense. Right? It's only going to take 10 minutes. 10 minutes isn't a long time, but I can guarantee for the majority of the people, at least 95%, it's 10 minutes more than you spent all of last year. Damn right. So that's what you need to do. Things that I've done in the past have been very helpful. Um, I've shared with you guys so every New Year's, I don't go out. I get a hotel room. And, and I... Hookers. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. You're damn right. No. 
No. Um, but <laughs> hope your family watches this. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are listening and are wondering what we're talking about and uh -huh. why we're laughing, you need to watch our YouTube channel. Episode 93, and you will know why. Um, but, yeah, so I, I check a hotel room, and I go over and I review my previous year. What went right, what went wrong, what I need to improve on. Not just that, but my circle of influence. A lot of things that we've talked on the show, and, and I guess I'm speaking to the audience, all that comes from us. It comes from our habits. It comes from things that we've taken a reflective look at our lives, made some changes, and have seen great results. So with that, we want to share that with you. And so I get a hotel room, I map out my life, what went right, what went wrong, and then I put an action plan together. And one of the things that I need to start doing, like you said, Kyle, is milestones. You know, not just a year from now, not just mid-year, but maybe even every quarter, every month. Uh, one of my favorite books of all time that I've talked about often is um, The One Big Thing. And that's what he talks about is you need to work backwards. And so instead of thinking, what can you do on January 1st to make you into the person that you want to be on December 31st, work backwards. Who is the person you want to be December 31st? And what are the action plans that you need to put together now to get to that point? Sorry, I'm writing. No problem. And a really good point you brought up is your circle of influence, right? I have a very few friends that I will specifically ask questions like, especially, and I'm always going to bring this up because this kind of fits to what we're talking about, but my new thing that I do every year is my trip. I'll reach out to very few people on ideas on where I can go, right? And I do this throughout the whole year, uh, and I just get ideas. I, I have my top 10 list of places I want to go. But it's just not me going. It's other people, too, that I invite. So I look at what they want to do as well, but then also what my circle of influence thinks I should go and do, right? Because yeah. I'm not – it's a trip for me, yes, and for my friends. But it's also, you know, if somebody suggests someplace I never thought of, it's a perfect opportunity. Learn the culture. Learn what they do. And I can bring that experience back to that person. I said, hey, you should go there. So that's what I do. That's one thing I'll say about you, Ruben, is the, the fact that you do this is really cool. Um, and, and you and I have talked a lot about it because, um, Kyle, you know, we all have that friend. You're the airport, buddy. It's taken. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, when you went to Thailand and stuff like that, like, that was, that was awesome just talking to you and helping you prepare for, like, international flights and stuff. It's, it's so awesome that you do that with your, with your buddy. And that's something that, I think all of us have talked about travel. Yeah. But the thing is, if if we're not proactive like Ruben, we're going to be reactive. And when does an opportunity to just travel international pop up? It doesn't. Or being reactive and you don't have time to do it. Oh, yeah. Never have time right. to do anything. Because we're busy. Because we're busy. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to resolve to not be busy all year. I ain't doing shit. I'm going to quit my job. I'm quit this fucking podcast. I'm done. I'm just going to watch TV. I don't know how I'm going to afford it. I might start selling drugs. Whatever it <laughs> takes, people. Whatever it takes to watch TV all year. I will be your first customer. Deal. I'll be able to watch TV then. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think with that, with that said, it's, it's time to wrap up. 
this year on how to kick off 2018. So how do you do it? How do you kick off 2018? Three primary things we want you to look at. Focus on resolutions, reflection, and meditation. Rohit kind of does all three of those. It seems like every year. When you go to the hotel and you wait to bring the hookers and the blow. <laughs> because you really want to focus on your past accomplishments and what you want to go move towards for the new year. Like if I had three girls last time, well, maybe I want to go to four. Why wouldn't you? How do I get there? How do I be proactive yeah. in setting these goals? And I really enjoy what you did last year where you decided to go instead of three girls, you went five guys. <laughs> that was just groundbreaking. I was thoroughly impressed. <laughs> It was when he brought in the sheep that I was with your art. Things. Yeah, right. <laughs> your artful transition there was, oh, just, God. was just phenomenal. With friends like this, um, this is how rumors get started. This is not a rumor. Kyle has is the fifth guy. <laughs> I was, I was, but the fifth guy was the cameraman only. So, but but seriously though, so th that's something that I I admire, right? Because I don't do that. But the last couple of years, Emily and I have not gone out either well we've gone out but not out traditionally like you want on new year's just go out to a nice dinner went to el gaucho made reservations to do it again this year and we plan to ring in the new year there as well so we have dinner late like 10 o'clock dinner there takes a couple hours right um that's something that i thoroughly enjoyed and i don't miss going out and getting wasted with friends and drinking champagne and kissing strangers at midnight i'm so sick of that the herpes cleared up finally so we're good <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. Yeah, exactly. Um, Surprise. So that's something that I think that everyone should take a look at. And then, as Rohit mentioned, um, the five steps to boost your motivation, right? And the five steps to really get to where you want to go is take a step back and look at the entire situation, right? Take a moment and write down your accomplishments. Don't focus on everything you didn't accomplish. Write down what you did accomplish. Look at the bigger picture. Four. Figure out your next steps in game plan or action plan, whatever you want to call it. And then lastly, take action. That's the biggest piece. Most people will take too much time looking at the bigger picture, writing down accomplishments, figuring out a game plan, and they don't even take any action. Oh, well, I have it all right here. Why haven't you done it? What are you waiting for? You waiting for somebody to do it for you? Are you waiting for a magical refresh button called January 1st because that's not going to fucking do anything for you and until you believe that your new resolutions ain't going to do shit for you so thanks again for listening folks another great episode of your favorite podcast the GYSD podcast get your shit together GYSDpodcast.com you know where to reach us Facebook Instagram Twitter YouTube. And what's our uh, YouTube URL there, Kyle? YouTube.com slash channel slash Uncle Charlie Lima Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. We need to get how many? Uh, I think it's 100. 100 more subscribers. Not 100 more, but we need, we need to get to 100 subscribers. We need subscribers 90 more now. So we can have a unique YouTube URL. Help us out. Leave us feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever podcast player that you use. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.